welcome back to another episode of the Ray Stay Coasting Podcast, where I'm your host, Ray, joined by my three-year-old co-host, Covey, who is autistic and non-verbal in this season of life. And guys, it's so crazy. He's definitely becoming, like, even more verbal. Like, yesterday, um, he said, I do not. And then he looked me dead in my eyes and told me, help me. Right? So it's just so great that he's um, approximating, like, so many more, just not even words, like, sentences and phrases. It's just so great. So I definitely wanted to make that the first thing, um, especially for those have been, that have been with us since season one and just seeing Cubby's progression. It's just so awesome. And, of course, I'm, like, so excited because that's my baby. Um, but how are you guys doing? We hope that you guys are doing well. We hope that you guys are just remaining happy and healthy and just getting the much needed rest, right? I know that summer is coming up and for us with like little people, that means they're going to be with us all the time where they have all these different activities and trying to get the schedules to align. Um, I feel like I've had Cubs schedule kind of like preset since maybe like February just to have a game plan so I wouldn't be so freaked out once he did get out of school. <laughs> um, I know that we've had um, people who listen in and are part of our family um, and they hear about all the awesome things that Cubs is doing and how he's spelling and how he's reading and um, you know writing in other languages and things like that. And um, there's this overarching assumption that we don't experience regression, we don't have challenges, and everything's just perfect. I'm here to completely dispel that. Anytime that you are doing something that is completely out of your realm, completely um, unexpected, you, you are met with challenges. And so today I wanted to talk about um, starting over. Right. And not necessarily when you think of starting over, you think an all man, like I'm starting from ground zero. But for me in this journey, it's really helped me to realize that we're not ever starting over. Like when it comes to Cubby and, um, you know, different milestones and different challenges that we, we have. Every time we have to start over, we're starting from experience. And that's just so helpful for me because it gives me a better game plan on how to tackle a challenge each time we're having to start over. And one of the more recent challenges that we've experienced has been potty training, right? Like, oh my goodness, potty training is it's the worst. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to lie. Potty training is the worst. Um, it just, it takes so much patience out of you it takes so much time you have to be very like disciplined within that you cannot be lazy because just one moment of deciding to keep them in a pull-up as opposed to putting them in underwear could just derail it right and then you're back to square one and like oh man like they definitely when they're doing like sex education or if they still do that and, you know, where they talk about children and stuff. I think if they really put the nitty gritty of what it's like to be a parent and like the lack of sleep and all that, if they really put somebody through a test run like that, mm. I always joke and say like when they give them like the egg or like the little baby, if they also gave like the family like a little like fake Monopoly stipend, right? Like 
$2,000. This is how much you make every month, and then you're supposed to, like, pay rent and do all this stuff and manage a baby. I feel like if you did that, that would just give so much more perspective and insight. Mind you, people are still going to make whatever decision they're going to make, but at least you have, like, equipped them of a real glimpse of what it's like. Because just carrying around an egg, that's not enough. <laughs> so, um, with cubs and potty training, right, early on, I want to say, like, closer to two, he was pretty much potty trained, right? Which was, like, the best thing ever. I was like, man, I'm really killing it at this mommy thing. We're a great tag team, bud. Like, this is so great. And with the help of, like, our village, of course, family, and, like, his therapist at the clinic that he was going to at the time... It, it just worked out, right? Yeah. And I was just seeing so much progress. And he was even more consistent at school than he was anywhere else, right? And then um, with him, like, being practically potty trained, you would see this, like, translate over to he would use his talker device to say, like, go potty. He would even, like, run to the bathroom. You would see him, like, grab your hand and lead you to the bathroom, and other times, you know, you would see him kind of, like, take off. And it's like, where are you going? And he's waiting by the bathroom, right, for you to turn on the light or for you to put his, like, potty chair system into play. Um, and I saw him do that at home as well as when I would go and, you know, spend the day with him at the clinic. And I was just so excited, right? I was like, man, I'm having, like, the best potty training journey ever. This is so great. Like, I can't, I can't believe it's going so well, right? Then we're starting to see, like, um, at the time he was doing, like, partial pull-ups, partial underwear, and then we really eliminated the pull-ups except for, and he was in underwear except for, like, if we were on the go somewhere, like, to the store, or um, we would take, like, long trips somewhere, like, on an airplane or just a car ride longer than like 30 minutes I would definitely have him in a pull-up just for that extra security but still make sure that I was being intentional of taking him to the bathroom while we're out and about running errands which is always complicated too right um a lot of these potties yes they have the family bathroom but they're bigger adult potties and then um it just makes it really hard because then you're like trying to hold your child and if your child is like 35 pounds like Cubs is. It's like, oh, this is heavy. Come on, bud, go. And then they won't always go. So it's just, yeah. That that can make you feel like you should give up. or It can cause you to want to be lazy, right? Because you're just like, oh, we're just going to put a pull-up on you. We're just going to run into Target so I can get all these different things done and not have to deal with, like, potty training. Because especially if it's something other than pee, it's a whole journey. It's a whole process. And then you're making sure that you're carrying an extra set of clothes, not just for them, but for you too, because sometimes you get messy and you didn't even anticipate that, so I felt like I always had um, multiple changes of clothes in the car for him and me, um, but overall, I was excited, right, just because he was potty trained. Well, <laughs> when we started to experience changes within his schedule, that led to regression, right, and I just didn't anticipate the amount of regression that we would see in potty training because he would be excelling in these other things and you know making eye contact responding to his name doing all these awesome things so i thought we didn't have to worry about potty training anymore 
and when his clinic had trouble um, keeping staff, so he was always getting like a new therapist. Um, you know, they were changing up his therapy times. Like he no longer had a consistent, um, he no longer had a consistent routine. And um, in addition to potty training, I've also um, used that as an opportunity to teach Cubs about, like, his body parts, right? And, like, nobody is supposed to touch your penis. This is your penis. Like, nobody is supposed to touch that, right? Like, I, I don't care. And I've been very adamant about that and calling it by its appropriate anatomical name so that he knows, right? And so he can articulate, God forbid, to anybody if someone did try to um, be inappropriate with him. And so when he started to get all these new therapists and everybody was, like, trying to take him to the bathroom and stuff, and I had to talk to the clinic, like, hey, this is not okay. We're not going to be having people in and out of my kid's life. That's one. And then we're not just going to be having strangers take him to the bathroom, and you wonder why he does not feel comfortable. Like, I'm teaching him um, stranger danger, essentially, and you guys are not helping with that, right? Get me consistent therapist, and this is what I need this to look like because I'm not seeing him... Um, I'm seeing him struggle with potty training when he was essentially potty trained, which is extremely frustrating, right? Um, so with, with that regression, like, he stopped initiating going to the potty completely, right? I would see, like, even more accidents, and then when he did um, have an accident, he liked the attention that he would get from me, right? Like, I'd be like, oh, bud, like, why did you go? Why didn't you tell mama? Why didn't you... <laughs> He is, like, having a ball over here. Um, you know, it's like, how come you didn't tell mama, like, you had something going on? And he liked the fact that he could go to the bathroom on himself and he would get um, attention from me because I could be working or making dinner or doing something else. He would instantly get my focus because I would have to clean him up, change him, put on different clothes, and I would usually have a conversation with him. Until I got with his BCBA and she was just like, you know, I think a lot of what he's doing is the regression, but it deals with the behavior as well, right? So maybe when he does have an accident, you don't give him the same level of attention, right? Like, you don't make eye contact with him, maybe you look away and you, like, change him and stuff and you don't make a big deal about it. When... <laughs> <laughs> when I started to do that, um, I could definitely see things, like, increasing and changing for the better, right? But in addition to, like, him liking the attention and seeing more accidents, <laughs> I would see, like, the flopping that he would do, and then he would just become really rigid, right? Like, I'm not going to tell you at all. Or if he did have to go, he would pull his pants down and pee anywhere and I was like oh no 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 we're not doing that right like mommy's not gonna be mopping and swiffering every day because you just no 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 you know better um and so after working with his BCBA whom we love I highly recommend getting a really good BCBA that works with you and your family and that knows your child and that is willing to um, be creative in a way that not just works for every child, but works with your child specifically, right? And your family and y'all's goals. So initially, Cubs had a token board that was like Sesame Street themed, right? Like if he 
Uh, went to the bathroom. He got an Elmo um, took in to put on the board. If he pulled his pants down and actually sat down, then he would get like a cookie monster and so on and so forth, right? And that was really great until like children do, they don't care about that thing no more. Right, and so Sesame Street was no longer motivating for him. Um, they would try to give him like food and candy and just drinks and you know all these things. None of that was motivating for him. Cubs doesn't even like candy. Like we'll go somewhere, they'll give him like a sucker or some sort of candy, and he'll look at it and throw it on the ground, or he'll hand it to me. Right, um, and so we came up with the idea of a lot of times when we would get cubs to sit on the potty we would have to like count or sing or do something to really like motivate him to actually sit there long enough to go we found out numbers seem to be the best motivating thing that we could come up with right and i don't know why we didn't think of that sooner because everything concerning cubs deals with numbers <laughs> like that's just his thing and um, so his BCBA came up with a really cool system that we're using now, and it's I can stay dry a hundred times, right? And so there's like this huge uh, chart, and every time he successfully goes to the potty and stays dry, he gets a number all the way to a hundred because a hundred is his favorite number. And it's just been so great. We just started this a couple of days ago. Cubs is already on. Um, what is it? Number eight? Yeah, he just hit number eight, which is big. Like, we've still been having accidents, but the fact that we're getting, you know, closer every single day to 100 is just really great, right? And so, for anybody who is starting over, it doesn't have to be with potty training, just anything in general, because in life, you're going to start over. <laughs> like, life is just too crazy like that for you not to. Just have patience with yourself and also just have patience with everybody else that's affected by this starting over process, right? Like, of course, you know, it's frustrating when Cubs has an accident, but I also have to remember he's never been on this earth before, right? Like, he's new. He's still learning. He's still figuring things out. And he's learning how to deal with adjustments um, the same way, like, I have to be patient about like my learning and growing like I've never been a parent before this is my first kid we've never had to do potty training so um just patience is a really big thing and like if you know me you know that's huge for me to admit like having patience and waiting and you know having endurance to continue to follow through because I usually just despise when people tell me that and then also like when you're in the process of starting over, like with cubs and potty training, I had to have really realistic goals, right? Like, yes, he potty trained super fast when he was closer to two, but I can't have that same expectation this time because our environment has changed. The, the people that we work with on the daily basis have changed. You know, our system and our, our routine has changed. So, um just being, being mindful of that and then keeping the mantra of starting over isn't starting from scratch and I really have to tell myself that like every day like every time I notice that Cubs is um seeming to go backwards in a way just remembering okay we're not starting from scratch so what was successful this time and how can we take what he's really interested and motivated in right now and use that to bring us forward to accomplish whatever that goal may be right like 
putting on clothes or brushing teeth or um, being patient while we're in the store and not wanting to run in a million different directions while I'm trying to get groceries out of the car. Just those things. And then there's beauty and wisdom in starting over. And I really... I'm really seeing that now, right? Like, everything is made perfect in its time. And where him being potty trained before, too, was just really important to me, maybe that's not his time, right? Maybe um, in that season, other skills were more important and more of a priority for him to build off of, for him to be able to do a lot of the things that he does now. And I, I just really, I don't know, this has just been on my heart to just express to you guys because you see that all the time, like nobody wants to be vulnerable enough to admit that they're starting over or to be that person and have somebody say, oh wait, like it's still taking me four years, like you're supposed to graduate in four years, it took you six years or it took you five years. You know, or realizing that that you spent all this time on this degree or at this job or in this role or in this relationship and it wasn't where you needed to be. It wasn't fulfilling you. It's not what you wanted. You have the ability to start over, right? And take the wisdom and the experiences that you had and not project them onto your your new beginning, but to use them as reminders for the possibility that it only gets better, right? Like, I've been um, saying, God, show me how good this can get, right? Like, instead of being like, oh, man, I know this can only just get bad, switching the narrative and my mindset to be like, show me how good this can get, right? And even with Pubs, when we're working on letters and he's doing something and I was like, baby, show me how smart you are. Show me how many words you know, right? Like, impress mommy, like, blow, you know, just blow my mind. And that's just been just so powerful for us. <laughs> Cubs is just finding whatever's on his tablet to be just like immensely hilarious and his laugh is one of my favorite things. It's just so infectious you can't help but to want to laugh too. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to do our kind like cubby moment and our ray of sunshine. <laughs> it's like... God, I thank you so much for your ability to pour in laughter and wisdom and for us to have this platform to just share with those that you want this message to get out to, Lord God. I thank you that you're continuing to keep us and everybody under the sound of our voice and everyone connected to them away from any hurt, harm, or danger, Lord. (laughs) I thank you that in this season you are giving anybody who needs the strength and the wisdom and the confidence to start over what they need to be able to realize that starting over does not mean that they're starting from scratch lord god let them know that you have placed everything in them to start over and to um chase that dream again to believe again to try to go back to school again whatever their new beginning is that has them so afraid lord god we bind that spirit of fear lord god and we just um place a spirit of openness for them to see just how good things can get, Lord God, for them to see just the better that you have planned for them is way more than what they can ask, think, or imagine. God, I thank you right now that you are opening doors for them, Lord God. You are reigniting that passion. You are sending people to confirm the dreams and the words that you've spoken over them, God. I thank you that this is going to be a season of just fresh fire, of just fresh anointing, of just fresh ideas and new divine connections and relationships, God. I just thank Thank you for all that you're continuing to do for us.
In the mighty name of Jesus, we seal this prayer. Amen.